make capital punishment great again. Welcome to the Rendezvous podcast. You're joined by Davis Alden, Carter Mangus, and Zach Gale. J6 out, antelope hunting today, and... Shocker, we're missing him again. Yeah, he he didn't last long. (laughs) Hopefully he'll come back and uh, give us his very detailed antelope hunt story. Detailed. Detailed. The uh, redacted version. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. So we got a lot of stuff to talk to you guys about today. Um, Capital punishment, stupid people, (laughs) and Halloween monsters stuff. So Halloween monster stuff. Yep. So let's get into it. First up on the to-do list... Zach, you want to tell us about um, what's going on with that seven-year-old in Texas? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just one second here. Uh, Okay, yeah. So for those of you out there who uh, don't know, there's a recent court case in Texas. Uh, This father and mother went to court over whether or not the father... Uh, could prevent his ex-wife from transitioning his seven-year-old son to a female. Uh, it's pretty, pretty disturbing, considering that the court ruled that he had no say over it, uh, over this like life-altering decision. Can uh, I ask a question? Yeah. So, does this come down to who has custody of the child too? Like, did he not have custody of his son? That I'm not uh, sure about, but probably uh, he probably had like weekends. I would or something. assume I would assume they shared custody, right? Yeah, so, so they definitely shared custody. What the custody fuck because, was the court doing when they ruled against him? Yeah, I don't know, and it's weird too because there's video evidence. Uh, if you go on YouTube and search the the little boy's name is James, and if you search "Save James," there's a YouTube channel where basically he put up evidence like this isn't his kid's choice. His mother is basically forcing this on him. So there's this video where uh, this boy, this poor kid, is wearing it looks like a towel kind of over his head to make it look like he has long hair, and his dad asks him, "Are you a boy or a girl?" And the kid says, "I'm a girl." And he goes, "Who told you you're a girl?" And he goes, "Mommy." And so for the next couple of minutes, he like the dad keeps asking him these questions, like, what else does mommy do to you? And his mom would like paint his fingernails and stuff like that. It, it's just sickening. This mom is forcing this on her kid. This kid has no idea. And the mom's reasoning behind this is because there's some TV show, some cartoon this kid watched, and one of his favorite characters was a female. So, oh, so therefore, he's definitely a girl. He's not a boy. It's like, that's just the dumbest logic. I saw this thing on the internet the other day that said, like, and I think it was part of that Save James YouTube channel, and it was something about how if the son didn't come out, like, of his of his bedroom in the morning to get up for school or whatever, if he didn't come dressed out, if he didn't come out dressed as a girl or something, his mom would, like, shame him and, like, yeah. withhold affection from her son because she wasn't conforming to what she wants. Yeah, so like, there's... that's just bad parenting. Oh, it goes oh, deeper than just, that. That That's not just bad parenting. It's 
sexual abuse, mental abuse, and psychological abuse. Like, yeah. yeah, definitely. It goes it goes even deeper than just withholding affection. She would lock her son in his room and tell him that there's a monster out there that eats specifically little boys. So from this young age, this kid's afraid to be a boy because he thinks if he goes outside his room, he's going to get eaten by a monster. Uh, there was something else. Uh, but yeah, the, the withholding affection, if he didn't come out dressed as a girl, um, there's, uh, there's an interview where his father, his name is Jeff, yeah. uh, basically talks about just some of those disturbing things. It's disgusting. It's child abuse. It's sex abuse. It's, it's psychological and emotional trauma to this kid. Um, yeah. So the other thing we should talk about is what this mom wants to subject her kid to because it's disgusting. Uh, so he's seven years old, right? From the time he was three, his mom was doing this to him. So since this has like gone to trial and stuff, it's been three years. Uh, in the next two years, he's going to be fed puberty blockers and hormone blockers, which they're not specifically designed to be used as puberty and hormone blockers. These are drugs that are used to prevent like a couple of them are a specific type of cancer, stuff like that. And there's some pretty shocking statistics out there in the last couple of years that have come out of people who have died because they're being fed these just unnatural chemicals into their body. Um, I think... Well, especially when you're talking about feeding these unnatural chem chemicals to a goddamn seven-year-old, or like in the next couple of years when he's starting to go into puberty, when he's yeah. like nine or ten, that so, can't be good for his body. Well, well definitely. And because, hey, just one sec, after, after he's fed these puberty blockers, you know what happens next? <laughs> They cut his balls off. They castrate him, and they, they begin the surgery to transition him. Well, didn't the court also basically rule that it's because he's old enough to choose what he wants to be? Yeah, if they did, that's totally wrong, that's right? That's not old enough. He's not. He, I mean, if you're not old enough to vote, buy tobacco, buy alcohol, and stuff like that, you probably aren't old enough and mature enough to choose what gender you I mean want to be yes yet. like I said at seven years old he probably has the mental capacity to say yes I want to be a girl yes I want to be a boy but his mom's been feeding it to him since he was like three you can't I'd, I would argue that he doesn't um I mean yeah, what's the age of consent uh federally I think it's like 18 but it depends on states right that's the age that we've determined that you can like fully understand what it means to be sexually active and make these decisions. So why are you saying that he has this ability to decide at seven years old? You know, it goes into this other thing too. If you look at brain development, the frontal part of our brain, the frontal cortex doesn't develop until mid to late twenties. That's like the decision-making part of your brain. And yeah, that's why the drinking age is 21. Partially, well, yeah. and you know, if a seven-year-old commits a crime, you aren't going to charge them as an adult because they right. they don't know what they're doing. They don't yeah. have that decision-making process that adults do. So yeah. why should they be allowed to decide what gender they are? Well, like, and since his mother's been feeding it to him since he was even younger than seven, like you're a girl, you're a girl, you're a girl, abusing him mentally, physically, psychologically, whatever, you know. 
you can't say that at seven years old he has the choice because he's been told his whole life basically that he's a girl. And the yeah. court in Texas is fucking stupid for even agreeing with this lady. Yeah, that like, brings me to my it, next point. You know, we talked about like what they're putting into his body, but also the uh, psychological part of this thing. Transgenders are the highest attempted or committed suicide like demographic. I think some 40 percent, it, it's somewhere in the 40s, have either attempted suicide or gone through with it and actually killed themselves. These people are not happy people. And the other, the some part of this for uh, these people who decide more people that are a little bit older go through this because they think, you know, that's going to make them happy. They just felt like that, you know, they don't belong in their original body and that transitioning will make them happy. But you find out later on the a huge number of them aren't happy afterwards. They're incredibly depressed. They're trying to kill themselves. There's even a lot of people that even try to transition back to what they originally were. It, the, this mother well, is subjecting to her son to, you know, what death, she wants. Really. Yeah, death this and what just she a, a very sad, sad life. And it's disgusting that a court would rule in favor of this. I mean, he's seven years old, though. He doesn't know whether his life is going to be, like, legitimately sad or not at this time being. But if this actually goes through, come 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line, or even when he gets into middle school and high school, he's not even, he's not going to be happy that his okay. mom forced him to get this surgery to cut his balls off. Well, and if the mom wants a girl so bad... Why not just go adopt a little girl? There's yeah. plenty of orphans out there that need good parents. Not yeah. saying she's going to be a good parent, obviously. Yeah. But, you no, know. I, I agree. Or yeah, if you want if, a girl, or adopt she feels a girl. The need, if she feels the need to physically, like, nurture her own child, hell, go get knocked up again and try for a girl. Like, why the fuck are you turning your only son, who is seven, into a girl just because that's what you want? That is selfish. It's wrong. The ethics there are just fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. ugh. There's, ugh. yeah. So kind of going back to what you said, I mean, you know, when we're, uh, we've all gone through puberty. <laughs> like, you know, that's a weird and awkward time for everybody. And a lot of people, they'll end up growing into their, their bodies, you know? If you're taking that whole thing away from them or, find, you know, robbing them of that experience to find out who they really are, is just another just despicable thing to do to a person. And uh, the, I I don't know when this decision, I think it was over the weekend maybe. Um, but so these last couple of days we've been, we've all three of us have been talking about it, but this has got me really heated because, you know, there's just this whole thing. It's like, that's just dumb. Like, why would you want to do that to yourself? But when you're subjecting a kid to it, it becomes something different. And I think it's just, a real blemish on our society and what this says about us as Americans and what we hold as important. Um, I told you guys that I've been like, you know, I'm not afraid to express my opinion, but this was something I kind of like reserved or like held back on because I didn't want whoever potential employers or whatever to like find these tweets and be like, Oh, he doesn't conform with our agenda, but I don't care anymore. I all tweet about this. This is, this is not okay, and something's got to be done. Uh, 
about this? I mean, like, people obviously have the right to go through this gender transformation or, like, people come out and say they're gay or lesbian, bisexual, whatever, you know? And, like, although we, us three, might not agree with those kinds of things, like, obviously, we live in America. It's a free country. You can do whatever the hell you want. I'm not going to, like, go bash every person that I see because I don't agree with what they're doing, but... When you're talking about a mother forceful, like forcefully putting a woman's identity on her seven-year-old son and trying to say, oh, we're going to get you a surgery so you're actually a girl, it's just fucked. It's just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Period. God. So I don't know what religion you subscribe to or whoever our listeners are, but that kid needs to be prayed for because <laughs> that is not a good situation for him. Uh, but there is some good news. Uh, the, the governor of Texas is looking into this. The legislature is looking into this in Texas. So there's some, some chance for some sort of reversal or to prevent this in the future. So that is good. Yeah. I mean, that is one positive outcome, I guess. I just hope the mother and the father listen to this. We should make this really big. Because this is st- fucking stupid. Ugh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know, man. So it's here's just... the other thing. His mom isn't just like a, a nobody. She's a doctor. And uh, I think she's a children's doctor, too. So I found somebody tweeted out. They were looking at, like, reviews of her office. Uh, somebody tweeted or so, somebody, like, commented, left a Google review of her doctor's office saying... Uh, like the doctor was like trying to convince her own son, her patient's son, that he was a girl. So it's not just like she's doing this to her own kid. She's trying to force this on other people who come into her office looking for medical help. It's yeah, disgusting. that's that's real good for business. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Fuck. So <clears throat> should we move on? Yeah. Or do you want to rant some more? Well, no, before we move on, whoever I want. Whoever listens to this episode, you guys get on board, um, comment at us, you know, like, tell us what you think tell about Z- the situation. Tell Zach he's a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not woke and it's 2019. <laughs> God damn it, Zach. Yeah. But seriously, I mean, get on the Save James train. We're all there. I mean, we know we're an outdoor podcast and typically only talk about outdoor stuff, but we just all, all three of us felt and Jacek a little bit. He's not on, but he felt this way a little bit too. We just felt uh, this needed to be addressed and we wanted to rant about it. So, yeah, you know, I don't miss a good opportunity to rant. No, you really don't, Zach. You really don't. (laughs) Anyways, onward. Yeah. So, do you want to tell us about? Um, I don't know. Was it a substitute teacher you had this week or whatever? Yeah. Are we are we jumping into the scary stories now? No. Yeah. No. Let's go through the deer and oh, the pumpkin okay. boat. And let's yeah. let's talk about bringing capital punishment back. And this is my personal belief. I don't know if it's your guys's, but you know, I think there'd be a lot less crime and a lot less shitty people in the world if once a week you just packed your picnic box up went down to the 
the town, town park, the town park or town square, and watch the public hanging once a week. You might think twice about your bad decisions. <laughs> and so, there's this guy in our hometown, shared in Wyoming, and he killed 113 deer without a tag. Didn't use any of their the meat. Yeah, he was just killing deer. He's just yeah. killing deer to kill deer. And then leaving them in his fucking pasture or whatever. And so they, the uh, city went into an investigation. I guess the Game and Fish did an investigation about a year ago. And they found 113 unused deer carcasses in this guy's on this guy's property. And obviously at that point you think, okay, this guy's just shooting deer. Because the, there's not just 113 dead deer that they don't just die. And so... He just got sentenced, what was it, like this week? Um, uh, he got sentenced to nine months in prison, or jail. And a $254,000 fine in restitution. In restitutions. Yeah. He was and found guilty. he's going to be on probation. Oh, yeah, and then he's got a year of probation afterwards. And what was it, guilty on 11 counts of poaching or something? To, yeah, uh, Whoa, 11 say... counts of wanton destruction of... Oh, you yeah. just took oh. um, Wanton destruction of big game animal and fourth judicial... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, basically, yeah. not... I don't understand how he's only charged with 11... Um, 11 counts. Oh, I don't know how he only has 11 charges against him when he they found 113 deer on his property. That is That's a good question. Especially when you are <laughs> using meat. Yeah. Yeah. I, and so I think what he, what he said he did or what they found was like these deer would come in and he had like a garden or something and then he'd just kill them to keep them from eating his food. Yeah, it's But it's like you can't do Build that, Build a dude. fucking fence around <laughs> it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You can't it, just kill deer. Well, like, and he was doing this over the a long time span, right? This wasn't just like over a couple months. Like this happened over years he was doing this, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. bet there's way more than 113 deer carcasses in this guy's yard. Yeah. I bet there's shit all over the place. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, therefore, for this guy, capital punishment, <laughs> public hanging. Bring it back. I mean, you don't have to, I mean, I guess you don't really have to kill the guy because whatever. But, I mean, there should be something set in law like there was in the 1800s, early 1900s that says, we need to set an example for everybody else not to be fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, if you watch a public hanging, you might think twice about, you know, shooting up the school next week, you know? <laughs> it's, I mean, it might not have a, any impact on you because you're a psychopath, but the people that do bad stuff that aren't psychopaths might have a fucking impact. You never know. Yeah. I don't know. That's a an interesting thing i don't know if i'm for or against i think it would depend on the situation i mean yeah, it is a hot it all it always depends on the situation oh yeah. well, i mean think about like murder that's why you have a jury the jury pretty much decides does he get life or does he 
get the uh, the lethal injection or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, think about murderers though, and serial killers and rapists. Like, why should they? Why do they just get to go rot in a jail cell for the rest of their lives? when you could be using them to make an example to everybody else that's thinking about doing these things or currently doing these things, and maybe you would just... I mean, you're not going to, like, solve world peace by any means, but fuck. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's easy to say, like, right now in this situation, but I know personally if I was on a jury, I would probably have a hard time deciding, like, does, does he really deserve to die or not like go free like obviously this person would you know deserve some form of punishment but personally and just with my own faith i would i would have a hard time deciding if that was the right choice i'd only have a hard time deciding that if the per- if the person wasn't on trial for murder because if the person's on trial for murder any de- if they did it you know life for life yeah. Eye for an eye, dude. Eye for an eye. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm also not the one writing laws, so probably good for it. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Um, so that's a nice segue into our uh, other story about uh, deer, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, so... Deer. And this Arkansas man was hunting deer when was this this was was it just yesterday well this was on well could you let me get there uh it says tuesday yeah so this arkansas man was hunting deer this last week and um shot a deer got it down his name was thomas alexander he was 66 he goes up to the deer and he went over to he went over the buck and it got up and attacked him and it ended up killing him and so (laughs) i mean this is really sad nobody wants to die hunting doing something they love although i mean you could make the case that he would have liked to die doing something that he loved hunting but you know that's not the way you'd want to die and it's it's just astounding to me that someone isn't smart enough to wait a while, let the deer die, make sure it's not breathing before you get up and go over to it. And when you start going over to it, you should still have a chamber in the around in, in the, the chamber. chamber. I mean, yeah, yeah so lightly. It's yeah, still so an like animal. part of that was he was using a muzzle loader, so he you know didn't have one ready to go. Um, Oh, it's interesting. Later in the article, the hospital said it wasn't clear to determine whether he died from the deer attack or due to other medical problems like a heart attack. Um, They said he had puncture wounds, but uh, so they're doing an autopsy autopsy to figure out. But I mean, either way, that still sucks. Like you go up and that deer jumps up and scares the hell hell out of you. you I I walked up to my deer and it jumped up and started trying to gore me with its antlers. I'd probably have a damn heart attack, too. Yeah. Fuck. That's why I often shoot them in the spine so they can't move. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right. right. So when you shoot a deer or an elk, 
don't you usually wait like a good 20, 25 minutes before you're even trying to go look for it? So yeah. if it hasn't bled out by then, you don't want to spook it to where it stands up and starts running again. Well, okay, there's yeah. a couple reasons you don't approach your game right after you shoot it. One being, you don't want to think you killed it and drop it and then go up to it and it attack you. Two, if you shoot it and it doesn't just drop dead right away you know you don't want to start approaching it and then have it run off and then next thing you know you're chasing this animal that you shot for miles on end because it's trying to get away from you and then you could end up losing the animal which means you just killed something but you don't know where it's at so it's going to waste so I mean yeah there's definitely a reason that you shoot and then you wait well, and especially this guy obviously knew where his deer was because he walked up to it. Why wouldn't you just wait until it just stops breathing, give it another five minutes, and then go up to it and approach it with a loaded weapon? I don't know, man. I, I agree with you. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You sent, you sent me this on Fox News, and apparently Fox News lets you comment on these stories. Some of the comments are pretty funny. <laughs> so, well, read a couple of the comments. Let me read a couple. Okay, so one, uh, this one's not quite as funny, but it'd be a great story to tell his kids. So, Daddy, how did Grandpa die? Well, kids, he challenged the deer and lost a fight to it. <laughs> There's another one that says, uh, remember, folks, ammunition is cheap. Your life isn't. When in doubt, empty the magazine or clip into the critter. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh this one one for the deer three hundred thousand for the arkansas hunters <laughs> oh jeez you double tap dude always double tap uh anyway that's that's pretty funny yeah but i mean come on people use some comment don't they teach you these things in hunter safety um you wait a little bit you go up and you kind of you know you, you nudge it after you've waited a little while to see and then you've got your pistol or something ready to put it down if you need to when you get up to it yeah it's crazy man yeah oh, although uh, yeah I my dad has a story but I don't think he'll want me to tell it um, on no, here so I want you to tell it I'll, I'll tell you guys uh, well, after you just, we are done just, recording. You uh, just showed your hand. You should have just said it, but without giving any names. <laughs> nah, because yeah. my dad listens. I don't think he'd appreciate me telling this story. <laughs> I, I should have got permission before we recorded. <laughs> but, um, so over to the agricultural desk. We. Uh, this is where we need Earl and Art's expertise. I didn't know pumpkins could get this big, but um, this guy named Justin Ownby out of Cleveland, Tennessee, grew a thousand pound pumpkin and proceeded to like carve it out or whatever and into a boat. Okay, no, this this pumpkin weighed 1700 pounds and he carved it into a boat and is like paddling in the pumpkin using it as a raft. I didn't. I didn't know pumpkins could get that big. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that either. 
That's some good, uh, some good magical soil or something out there. That's some American ingenuity right there, dude. Carve a pumpkin into a boat. What a guy. What's his name, Justin? Justin Ownby. Well, shout out to you, Justin. You probably don't listen, but shout out to you. Good yeah. on you, bud. Good it's, on you. It is you. some good ingenuity. I know we probably would have just stuffed it full of tannerite and shot it. Yeah, we definitely would have. Yeah. I, I actually kind of would have liked to see that launch, though. You know, they do those pumpkin launching, smashing things. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool to see. Like, how big really of a catapult big, do you need? Launch that way? <laughs> you, really, yeah. you need a really big fucking catapult if you're going to huck a 1,700-pound pumpkin. Jesus. Awesome. Makes a lot of pumpkin pie, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to do something with all those insides. But they have a lot of... Dude, how long do you pumpkin. think it took to, like, gut that pumpkin out? You know how much shit was probably in there? Like, all the seeds and stuff? Yeah. Like, how do you oh, preserve that, too? Like, pumpkins don't last long after you picked them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that must not... have, like, some sort of coating on the outside to make it... I don't know. Oh no, so, that his his dude, makeshift if he's, if he's probably listening, gonna rot away. If he's listening, you, you need to come on and you need to tell us this story. That's we have questions. <laughs> <laughs> we have questions that need answered ASAP. So Carter, my roommate Buffalo Hunter, and one of our friends, other friends, and then I, we were carving pumpkins this week, and we had some good little designs in there except davis's except mine i tried to carve out j6 deer that he got like my best representation of his mule deer and a piece broke off and so i ended up having to improvise and try to make it into a, a moose and it it looks really really fucking bad really really <laughs> bad like it's it, it, um, i I'm don't just, know waiting for a couple more days so it can rot so i can just like throw it on the street and not have to worry about it anymore <laughs> meanwhile i carved bigfoot into a pumpkin it was pretty sweet it like, looks good i like bigfoot yeah, i saw that picture that looked cool buffalo hunter made himself a nice communist uh <laughs> flag flag the hammer and sickle yep yeah <laughs> Why he did that, we're not really sure, but it looks it, pretty it good. Looks good. That's pretty terrifying. I it's pretty say. cool when you turn the lights off and you get a light in the pumpkin, and then Hunter starts playing his uh, Russian anthem. Russian <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> it's very, it's very peaceful. Let's just say that. Yeah. Oh hell. So, uh, on to scary that, stories. Yeah, on to scary stories. Uh, do you want to lead us off with All your? Right. Whatever happened. Yeah. Ooh, this is the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. This is the story of the Z monster. What a is a Z, Z monster? You might ask. Well, a Z is a tranny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Jesus. I'm in class on Tuesday, and so you gotta kind of picture the, the layout of this class. So it's kind of like a big rectangular room, and there's all these desks. They're like these desks that have wheels on them. Yeah. And there's only one door and all the desks face away from the door. And so we're sitting there and this girl in the class is like, Hey, did any of you guys get an email from the professor? And we're like, no, and we're, cause we're a little late for class to start. It's like, Oh, well 
well, I did. I was like, well, good for you. Like, okay, whatever. She kind of, you know, was like that. I'm special, holier than thou kind of thing. Anyway, she's like, well, we're, we're supposed to help the sub out today because uh, she can't make it because she's sick. And I'm like, oh, my God, because this teacher has wasted so much time over this last semester. I've watched more movies in this college class than I have at, at, ever in college. And uh, they have nothing to do with what we're learning. Like they, they try to, they try to be about, this is a Native American class. And so they try to be about like Native American issues, but it's like nothing that we've talked about so far. Anyway, so we're sitting there. I'm sitting kind of on the left side of the room looking forward and the door is behind me, right? And so all of a sudden, <laughs> this creepy ass face is like peeking through the door, like trying to figure out if this is the right class. But like, like a monster would look at you from like behind your closet <laughs> door, basically. <laughs> and I, I swear to God, it took everything I had on my body not to be like, oh my God, <laughs> like audibly say like, what the hell is that? So this, this Z, the Z monster starts walking into class. So it's about, explain why you're calling it the Z monster. Yeah, so so as it's walking into the classroom, it's about eight feet tall. Sorry, Z is about eight feet tall. Picture Gollum from The Lord of the Rings. Picture his head, right, on Slenderman's body. If people don't know who Slenderman is, look it up. <laughs> but don't, then, don't, like, legit look it up. Just look up pictures. Don't – Slenderman yeah. will get you if you just yeah. look him up. Sure. <laughs> um. Gollum's head on Slenderman's body with big old man hands, big beefy man hands on these like little skinny arms. Uh, massive, trick here. like, yeah. Trick, trick here. That's how you tell it. Uh, she is actually a he. Yeah. Because even after the surgery, she will have man hands. <laughs> That so, is a good point. So if yeah. you're ever in doubt, just look at the hands. <laughs> yes, yes, because uh, they were wearing – also look at the feet too because Z had these big-ass high heel boots that would, you know, like go up past your knee. But they were like the size men's 15 boots. <laughs> like they were huge. <laughs> and she's like trying to walk – Z is trying to walk through the classroom and is struggling because Z doesn't know how to walk in high heels. <laughs> And then to top it off, Z has a just brand new pair of fake boobs hanging off of its tiny body, tiny eight foot body. Like, oh my god, it was it was so scary. And so then the voice, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god, the voice was still like even scarier because it Z would try to like make a, a girl voice when it would talk. But every now and then you'd hear Z mumbling like deep, low <laughs> man's voice. You heard the true voice. And I'm sitting there as this thing walks into class and I'm looking around and I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? I couldn't get past it. That class is an hour and 15 minutes. And the whole time I'm sitting there like, oh my God, this isn't real. This isn't happening. Uh, anyway, kids, that's the Z monster. We got any artists out there listening? Uh, give us, send in your. We'll have an art contest. Send in your best uh, depiction of the Z monster. Buffalo Hunter already tried, and <laughs> that, for what he had, it was okay. <laughs> it was funny. He drew it on Snapchat, so I give him props. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs>
Yeah. So that that can be your Halloween Halloween costume for anybody out there. The no, 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 don't encourage that. So let's uh so speaking of monsters, should we which monster should we start off with? Hmm. The Kraken? I mean, that's not really Halloween though. I like Bigfoot. Okay, let's let's start with Big Bigfoot. Foot. Otherwise known AKA as AKA the Z Monster. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, other other known as Sasquatch or Sam Squinch. Yes. We call him Sam Squinch a lot because one of our favorite TV shows. Trailer Park Boys, great Netflix series. Yep. So Hey, exactly. hang on, real quick before you before you get, I'm sorry, this is like kind of a deviation, but Trailer Park Boys, the guy that uh, plays uh, there, the guy that like owns the trailer park, always has his shirt off. What's his name? Uh, Randy. Yeah, yeah. Randy. He was here in Bozeman last night doing like a comedy special. Did you As, go? No, I didn't know about oh, it. Like, oh okay. my god! So I, I saw on I saw on somebody's uh, story like, but he was there as Randy, so he's like with his shirt off. He's got like his big beer gut, and he was it was it looked pretty funny. So I didn't know about it though, or else I would have gone. So disappointed in you, man. I have no. I had no idea. It, from the looks of it, it was in like a tiny little bar. Like there wasn't that many people there. God, so I know if it had been advertised better, I would have been there. Anyway, sorry, Sam Squanches, Sasquatch, Sam Squanch. <laughs> so, uh, you guys believe in Bigfoot? Hell yeah, that's why yeah. I carved into my pumpkin. I think he's out there. I'm paying my respects to him. Well, I definitely believe in him. Yeah, I, I've, I believe yeah, I've seen a scary story about him. Seen him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, I got my cabin in the mountains. And uh, me and one of my good old friends, we don't talk much anymore, that we were uh, make we were making fun of the show Finding Bigfoot, which is the best goddamn TV show ever made with Bobo. He's my guy. If he were to say Bigfoot hides in the graves of cemeteries, I would dig up every grave I've ever found. <laughs> so... Bobo's my guy, so we're making fun of the show outside my cabin at um, just at dusk. The sun is going down. It's getting dark. We're in the woods about 300 yards from my cabin. We're making some squatch calls. We're doing some wood knocks, you know, the whole fucking nine yards. Yes. What is a wood knock for our listeners out there who don't know? Wood if, if you don't know and you listen to this podcast, wait, stop listening. We don't want you listening. No, we want you. We need you listening. <laughs> you need Zach, you need to down. know how to call in a Sam Squanch. So yeah, just kill every person's chat. Basically, a Sasquatch call is basically a high-pitched yell. And a wood knock is basically you take a stick or a piece of wood and knock it against a tree, and it makes a loud knocking sound. A, li a little something like this. No, that is so bad. Oh, that it was is, very racist. That was like an Indian. Yeah, that was the worst goddamn uh, call I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry, uh, I don't have an actual tree. So, well, you don't wood knock and yell at the same time. You either wood knock, <laughs> give it a few minutes and yell. It's like you wouldn't do a cow call and an elk bugle at the same time. You're calling for two completely different things when you're bugling and chirping. 
You are when you're doing a Sasquatch call and a wood knock. You jack No, either way. Attracting two sexes of it. (laughs) So, anyways, we're doing this, and all of a sudden, we think we hear some wood knocks, and we're like, nah, it's probably like a tree broke or something. And we do this for about five more minutes, look over to our left, and about at an elevation of eight feet above the ground, we see two yellow eyes. And uh, they blink, and so we kind of look at each other. Neither one of us knowing that the other person saw, we look at each other and say, hey, do you want to just, like, head back to the cabin? It's getting kind of dark. So we start walking back. About halfway back, we're like, did, did you see those eyes? And I'm like, yeah, did you? And he's like, yeah. And so we sprinted back the rest of the way. And we get back to my cabin, and my mom's like, Davis, sh- go shut the gate. And so we go over, shut the gate. And again, we see that these eyes about eight feet above the ground. And uh, then we see it take off across just we kind of can see the body, but it's pretty dark and the only light is coming from the cabin. So but we kind of see it run across um, the edge of the woods behind our cabin. So we're like, oh, you know, it was probably an owl sitting on a tree branch. That's probably all it was. Just an owl sitting on a tree branch looking at us flying across the trees that's probably what we saw so we go out the next day not only is there no fucking tree branch that it could have been sitting on we find footprints and i documented the footprints and took pictures and um if you want to see them hit me up i'll i'll send them to you so anyway that's my sasquatch story and then another time i was with uh jaeger and one of my friends presley felker and we uh we're making squatch calls and then heard something I hadn't heard before. It could have been a moose because I've never really heard a moose do anything. But um, it wasn't a sound I've ever heard before. So, yeah, those are my Sasquatch stories. Also, if you ever watch Finding Bigfoot, fuck Renee. Fuck me. Go Bobo. He's my guy. Yeah, shout out Bobo. Yep. Yep. So you guys have any stories of your own? So that finding Bigfoot show, where do they do they like travel the United States? Yeah, they they travel. They've gone like Alaska, Washington, Oregon, California. I, they've done some East Coast stuff, some stuff in the South. So basically, the folklore of Bigfoot isn't just the Pacific Northwest. There's creatures that could um, potentially have a relation to bigfoot in the deep south over on the east coast like this is not just a singular only in this part of the country and it's they they believe if it does exist it's related to the yeti of uh asia mm-hmm. in the himalayans and so they've gone over there they went to australia once because australia has their version of the bigfoot like this isn't just one little thing that one person thinks they saw one time it's like there are multiple accounts over all the united states on almost every continent accounts of a bigfoot like creature i did a paper on this in high school because i didn't know what to write about and i asked my teacher if i could just write about bigfoot and she's like this it's not even real how are you gonna write about it i'll be like oh just trust me it'll be an a and i got a hundred (laughs) percent of it Research paper had to like um, informational 
research papers what it was and I thought I did a good job. Bobo was cited a lot. No, no, I cited like scholarly articles on Bigfoot. Yep. Oh shit. From and actual Bobo. from actual like zoologists and stuff. So That's basically, like one of the main things people argue is how come we never find a dead body, right? And so, what my research led me to believe was either. Um, big feet, a group of Bigfoots. I don't know what you would call them, big feet. They, I guess, I don't, if you have 10, is it, ten, you have a group of 10 big feet or 10 Bigfoots? I don't know. Big Fi? Big Fi. So, <laughs> Zach, Zach's thinking real hard about this one. So, I was going to say big fetuses, but that's something else. <laughs> So the experts believe they either bury themselves, not like themselves, but they bury each other bury in a other. ceremony type of thing because they're kind of human-like for the most part, but they live in the woods. And so you also – the, the uh, population estimates of Bigfoot in North America is like 2,000. Meanwhile, there's 200,000 black bear in North America. And so another argument is just that you never find a dead one because, I mean, how many dead black bear are you just walking across on a, on a trail or something? Yeah. Unless you're actually shooting a black bear, you're not usually going to walk across the skull. You might walk across the skull, but there's just not a high chance. And there's a lot magnitudes more black bear than there are bigfoots potentially so anyways yeah and yeah. another theory of bigfoots is that they're like an alien creature that can ship shape uh shape shift ship Jesus. ship shaped boys shape shift and do other such a weird things and indians have believed in them for a long time so no i don't i don't doubt they're out there it's yeah. just not gonna be easy to prove it yeah, yeah. You, you'd probably have to live a full mountain man lifestyle to ever potentially see one yeah um so uh you're talking about shapeshifters does that count as like cryptozoology yeah yeah you want to talk about it Alien. all right so <laughs> i have not personally seen one um but this is just a little background on my life uh and just will show you how like conservative and Republican I am. <laughs> um, there were some YouTube videos. They might still be up. I don't know because YouTube changes their policy all the time. Freaking communists. But um, <laughs> there were there are these like people out there who believe that Obama was the Antichrist <laughs> and that like people around him were like demons and like shapeshifters and stuff. And so I was like, yeah, I agree. He's the Antichrist. So I watched a couple of these videos. <laughs> And some people would like record as security guards and the lighting of these, like, you know, these videos just terrible. And so it, it looks like when the security guard kind of looks like his face, like shape shifts into an alien, but it looks like it, it probably was just like shadows and stuff, you know, but they're like, yeah, he's an alien. Obama's the antichrist, <laughs> like all this stuff. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but sounds like um, an interesting group of guys. Yeah. I, don't think I want to be their friends, but <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, so I was going to ask you though, is what's the difference then between a Yeti and a Bigfoot? Um, it's basically the difference between an Asian and an African American. It's okay. just uh, different climates. Um, pigment in their skin is different. Yeah, Bit like distant relatives, you know. Yeah. The Yeti okay. is white and lives in the snow, and the Bigfoot is brown, looks like Chewbacca, and lives in the mountains. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. They're just distant relatives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like elephants and woolly mammoths. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, other creatures... South Park made fun of finding Bigfoot one time, talking about a Jubacabra. And uh, I don't know what Jew as in like J-E-W? Yeah, that's how South Park did it. But the actual creature is a Chubacabra, C-H-E-W. W. W. And uh, so basically it's, I from what I take, it's like a smaller animal, dog-like creature type thing. That attacks people or something or another. Does it eat uh, only little boys? Probably. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. We all got to get gender transitions now. <laughs> Shit. You ain't no little boy. Yeah, we ain't little boys anymore. <laughs> you survived. Damn, you're right. you're right. James Younger, if you're listening, we made it. <laughs> There's no monster that eats little boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, have you ever heard of Mothman? No. No, really? but I have okay. I have heard of a bat squatch. That's just the type of alcohol you you drunk. Oh shit. <laughs> so really, no one's heard of Mothman. No. Mothman. No okay. one has heard of Mothman. That is No, mm. Mothman is a real thing and it's um from like it's from uh what's it's in America, West for West Point, Pleasant, West Virginia. And okay, uh, yeah, this sounds a little bit familiar. So that picture looks like he's a gargoyle. Basically, um, I guess the Mothman shows up when bad things are gonna happen, and um, like this whole town is dedicated to it. I guess he. Uh, Shows up, and this man-like creature that is also looking like a moth, that, and flies around and has like red glowing eyes. He shows up, and people die, or it's like there's a drought or something. It's really interesting if you go look into it, because like there's an extensive amount of people that have wrote books about him and stuff. Him, her, I don't know what Mothman. See. We better call it a moth person because we're woke in 2019. So, yeah, I just think that'd be like a cool thing to dress up for as Halloween. Just like, yeah. what are you supposed to be? Especially in I West Virginia. Basically like a demon and um, evil Satan servant type of thing. Mm. Interesting. Maybe if we use the Ouija board, we can call him in here. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Hey, Zach, you, you want to come play with that. the Ouija board? <laughs> no, thanks. We'll say goodbye. 
Yeah. So it, other cryptozoology map, uh, animals are basically like the Loch Ness monster, krakens, sea monsters, Aquaman. Aquaman. Does the megalodon count? Yeah, I think the megalodon is part of it. I thought megalodons were a legit thing though. And like ancient, like but prehistoric they records, they are. Whether they exist right now is debatable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's always my so, favorite episode of Shark Week is the Megalodon. Dude, I hope Megalodons one. don't exist anymore. Them shits would fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. I'd imagine so. <laughs> Did you see the movie The Meg? No. I. Was I it any good? To. I. I, uh, I, I mean, I. I watched it on a plane ride, but I didn't get to like listen to it. Because I didn't have earphones, but I watched it and read the subtitles. But I'm a slow reader, so I only got like half the gist of what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, got any other monsters like Frankenstein or you want to uh, talk about? I, not, I don't have much knowledge on, on monsters. Dracula. Or... Dracula. Some yeah. vampires. My theory is that Jacek Butch is a vampire. <laughs> Why? His hands are always fucking freezing cold. Yeah. But he goes out in the sunlight. Maybe he's a different breed. He's just a zombie, maybe. <laughs> he's just a zombie vampire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, what about zombies? I don't... I, don't I went and saw Zombieland 2 the other day. That was a funny movie. Yeah. Love that movie. Better than the first one or is good? Uh, I still think the first one's better because whenever they make sequels of any movie, the second one's not usually as good. But this one, this one was as good as the first one is. That's good. I'm telling you though, if the zombie apocalypse comes, we're going to the cabin, regardless if I own it or not. <laughs> we'll be okay. We'll fire away to it. We'll be fine. We got enough guns and ammo. Yeah. Have you seen and those, we got like, Lodge. Well, yeah. what if the government takes our guns, huh? What are you going to do then, Carter? Be Beto's going to take all our guns. Fuck Beto. Tell him, hey, I, I dropped him in the lake or, or something. Beto's a goddamn <laughs> yeah. idiot. We shouldn't even be talking about the guy. We're talking about zombies right now. Okay. Fuck Beto. He is a zombie. He's coming for our guns. Communist bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know much about about monsters other than you know what we talk about with like Bigfoot and stuff. But other yeah. than the one hiding underneath your bed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I heard uh, something about like a shadow man, um, or like a shadow person. I don't know if that falls more under like a ghost or if that's what is that, that like is. But Enderman kind of. I guess, but they, yeah, like just a, a person, but it's just a shadow. Like they have no, like distinguishable. Oh, uh, you've seen the, him before. Person. Yes, I you've have. seen him before. Uh huh. What? Zach's I've, seen Shadow I, Man. If this is if what I saw was a shadow person, then it, I, I, this is well, it. But do I don't, I don't know if it's a ghost. I haven't heard this story. Do you explain? All right, all right. So uh, this was our junior year of high school. And uh, it was prom night, or not prom night, it was uh, homecoming night. And uh, so I, Carter and I went to prom. We took a couple girls to prom, and we 
anyway, so Home we left. Coming. Homecoming, shit. <laughs> Homecoming. Anyway, we left, and uh, we wait. Uh, Carter late, took but... a girl. I thought he took a guy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> took a Z. <laughs> ah, God damn it! God damn it! But anyway, so Carter could attest. We left there really late. Like, like it was. Women. It was like past oh, midnight. I get back to my house uh, after dropping my my date off, and so my parents are asleep. Everybody's asleep in my house. So I go down to my bedroom, which is in the basement. And I get in bed and I, you know, trying to go to sleep, but I keep, yeah, go ahead. Your house is haunted, right? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I haven't seen this thing since. Oh. Uh, so, uh, I go down into my bedroom. I'm trying to go to bed. And so the way my bedroom is my bed like faces the door. So when I'm laying on my back, I can look up and see my, the doorway. And then right outside my doorway is a, is a, you know, long hallway that would go, uh, that be parallel with my bedroom. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I hear like what I think sounds like footsteps kind of like walking up and down my, my hallway on the carpet. And so I keep looking up and I don't see anything there. And after like the 10th time I look up and there's like a shadow person standing in my doorway. But this, so this, like this whole time, I'm not thinking like it's a ghost or anything. I'm thinking, well, maybe my parents are coming down to check on me, make sure I got home. So I look up and I'm sitting there and then it like starts moving towards me and I'm like, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. Cause I'm not exactly sure whether this is my mom or my dad, or, you know, if there's just an intruder still not thinking it's a ghost, but I'm thinking there's a person there. And so I'm freaking out. I'm like, Oh my God, if there's somebody in my house. Like it's going down. Like I got to get ready to fight. And so it keeps moving. It gets closer and closer and it's like right next to me. And I can like you're watching it the whole time. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm not asleep. I'm awake. Hell, I would have put my head under the covers like that would have protected me. Or oh something. no, dude, you should have like because I wasn't thinking it was a ghost. That's like there's somebody in my house. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fight. Like they're gonna kill me. And so like because then there's like a hand moving towards my face. And so at that point I like swung at it and then tried to reach for my light next to my bed. When I turned the lamp on, there wasn't anything there. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> it freaked me out. Um, yeah, so that, so at that point, you know, I'm thinking, okay, that, that was a ghost. That at was that point, I reached under my pillow, grabbed my Glock, and just let the whole <laughs> magazine fly. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I need to, like, there's a knife by my bed. I could grab the knife. I'm going down fighting, and then there's nothing there. That's a true story. I'm not making any of that up. That That happened, so... But I haven't so, seen it uh, since. Is this thing like a Slenderman? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But, uh, it, I mean, it wasn't, like, overly big. It looked like just a regular person. So, I just couldn't tell. There, you know, there wasn't, like, a face. It wasn't like you would think an apparition like a ghost, you know? <laughs> you guys ever watch that Slenderman movie that came out, I don't know, a year or two ago? No, I didn't watch it, but I knew they made one. It was so bad i can't remember <laughs> i can't remember who i went with but basically at the end of the movie this the slender man takes this girl and then she turns into a tree or something and we're walking out of the movie and i think it might have been jaeger but one of my friends goes i just wasted two hours of my life to watch that bitch turn into a fucking tree <laughs> jesus that movie sucked <laughs> But, uh, hey, wait, wait, wait. Going back to what Zach was saying, though, 
Have you ever just been like laying in bed watching a movie or something at night and then like you turn your TV off to go to sleep and you just feel like something is watching you? Oh, all, all the time. Like you just feel like something is there? I just put my head under the covers because if I can't see it, it can't see me. No, dude, I just turned my TV back on. I'm like, ah, I'm going to put the TV back on. Yeah. It's the aliens, so, man. The yeah. white owl? Yeah. But... Yeah, that's, well, that's uh, my experience with the paranormal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, closing thoughts, yeah? Yeah. Um, forcing your kid to transition to a gender they're not born with is child abuse, and you shouldn't do that. You're, you're going to screw up your kid big time or drive him to kill himself. What's her name? I don't know the his mom's name, but the boy's name is uh, James, and his dad yeah, is Jeff. Yeah. Well, who, whatever the mom's name is, the real monster on this episode is her. Yeah. If, if any of our listeners know who this mom is, play this thing I'm about to say. You are a terrible parent, and your child will grow up to hate you, and when you die, all of history will forget about you. Yeah. There we go. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hey, I've yeah. got a contest for any of our listeners out there. We got Halloween coming up. Send in uh, your best Halloween costumes. Do, uh, I don't know. We don't have anything. What are you going to be baby. for Halloween? Hey, be- Zach, are you going to get this uh, episode out tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, I'll try to. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow or yeah, actually after we well, stopped recording. Well, I, no, I'll I do it. I'll do like it. It'll a, be up tomorrow. I had a thought, but then it's a stupid thought. Just that, say it. Never mind. Just say onward, it. onward. Zach, what's your Halloween costume? Keith Richards. Oh hell yeah! yeah. I'm gonna be Carl from Caddyshack. I'm nice. gonna be uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield's character off of Caddyshack. It's like Al Cervic or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I spent quite a bit of money, but I can use most of the clothes again. So he got a good. pretty cool sweater. Let me tell you. Yeah, if it gets here on time, it better get here on time. Yeah. So, so uh, I guess that's a question. Are you guys doing Halloween parties this week or next week? Tomorrow because... night at the cabin, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All you listeners out there, party at the cabin tomorrow night. If you <laughs> tomorrow is in Friday, October twenty fifth. Yeah. If you're listening, Friday during the day, party will start at nine. Show up whenever. Bring your own beer. Be wearing a costume or you're not getting in the front door. I will kick your ass off this porch. The porch is like 10, 15 feet off the ground, too. So I'll just throw you over. Yep. Goddamn bastards. Zach, feel free to road trip down if you want. Yeah. I got I got a couch you can sleep on. It's really All fucking right. comfortable. I got a futon. Oh, and also there's parties next week, too. So yeah. it's just going to be. Yeah. It's gonna. Oh, dude, get this, Zach. Yes. Saturday night, October 26th. Okay. Wet t-shirt contest at the buck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might sign up. And if I sign up, I'm going to win. Because I'll pour two pitchers of beer on me while, while Def this... Leppard plays in the background, pour some sugar on me. Yeah. Oh, I'll be wearing Daisy Dukes. Oh, I'll, I'll win that sucker. I swear to God. 
Everyone in the bar will be really uncomfortable, but Davis will win. We better stop this episode right now. (laughs) That that I'll let that image be the most scary thing said on this episode. (laughs) Like, subscribe, send in all your Halloween costumes. We'll do a photo contest. I guess we'll give you a free shirt. Yeah, free shirt to whoever has the best Halloween costume. Yeah. Free shirt and sticker. Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time on The Rendezvous. Hell yeah.